Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello everyone, this is Damla with A Drop of Om, and I'm excited for today's episode. My cat just jumped on, <laughs> on this table next to me. Um, I have Susan Burrell. Hi, Susan. Welcome. Hi, Damla. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So you are an intuitive healer and a spiritual guide, and you call it a spiritual guide in the crossroads of life. I want to dive into that in a little bit. But you're also the author of Live Your Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book, which I love, <laughs> and the host of Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell, which I was so happy to be a guest, guest in. So welcome again. <laughs> Thank you. So I want to hear like brief brush strokes. I'm sure you've told the story. That's what I find these days. Like when I go on another podcast or another speaking engagement, they're like, tell your story. I'm like, I've already told it a million times, but just whatever comes today, give us like a little big brush strokes of how, what led you to what you're doing right now. Oh, uh, okay. Um, it's, it's funny because I do get this question all the time and every time there something different comes out of my mouth. So, and I just hear things that I'm supposed to say, right? So um, I've been on this, my own personal spiritual quest since for, for blah, 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 lots of decades now. And uh, since I was about 18 and one thing led to another and different teachers and, and healing modalities and things like that for me personally. And I think honestly, Damla, I was looking for the book because I read anything metaphysical, right? So I was looking for the book that told me how to do life because I was a perfectionist. Um, I was, you know, raised to be a straight A student. And so life as a, a young adult was so challenging. It's like, well, where's the, where's the to-do book? Where's the book? So I have the answers and then my life will be easy peasy. And, and we all know that how that turns out. It, it never does. Um, <laughs> so during the course of my life and, and different uh, career sets, you know, I, I was pursuing acting for like 30 something years. 
And in the pursuit of acting, uh, I had to become a waitress because that's how, you know, out of work actors could pay their bills at that time. And then I became a, a, an, an acting coach uh, with kids on set, uh, on sitcoms. All of this, lo and behold, was fuel for me to continue my spiritual investigation because I found that I was in a, a place of, uh, I want to say division, of disharmony, discord with my spiritual self. Because working in the entertainment industry for me was not a healthy thing. It was like a drug addiction, you know. Oh, I'll just hold out one more week because that next audition is going to be my life-breaking gig, you know, for the rest of my life thing. And, and, um, and so I wasn't, I wasn't really listening to my intuitive self during that time. During that time, I was also in a 28-year marriage. And I, I, the Live Your Empowered Life, a 30-day journey book out of healing work I had to do in order to come out of my divorce, which became contentious immediately. Um, I wanted to come out happy, healthy, whole. Uh, I wanted to feel free and I wanted to love. And, I, and when I went into divorce, I realized I, I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself. I, I was doing amazing, good work, um, teaching metaphysical, spiritual principles. That's, that's what I've also done for like the last 25 years. And, um, but I never felt, uh, I just didn't love myself. And part of why that was, I've come to understand, and this is six years after my divorce finished, um, that <clears throat> I was married to a, a narcissist. And I found this out through interviewing a woman from my podcast. And she just started describing narcissism. And I, I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, you're describing my existence in my marriage. And, um, and that was a revelation. And so my book was all the things I did to heal myself when I didn't know why I had been, why I didn't have esteem. And for your listeners, if you don't know, narcissism is a narcissist and narcissism are words that get batted around. I'm thinking of your cat right now. <laughs> um, and people don't really know what it is. And, and only people that have been raised up by a parent who is a narcissist or been involved in a relationship, whether it's a, a intimate physical relationship or a work relationship with a narcissist, people don't know how damaging those persons personality types can be at, because basically what they do is they, they suck you dry. They, they source you, uh, you become their source of esteem, their source of energy. So basically any esteem I might have had was, you know, sucked away. So, uh, so the journey back to myself has been an empowering journey for, for a hundred percent I still, I'm still doing the work. I have to do it daily. I, I call on other healers and, like yourself to um, help me when I can't do it myself. And, and I really believe that's also how I built the book, Dumlet, because I really 
it's interactive with my website and I really wanted individuals, it's a workbook, everybody, I'm really sorry, you can't just read it and find the magic Jack, Jack and the Beanstalk bean like I was looking for, you, you, you have to do the work. And, um, and so I feel that it's important that you do the work with others, meaning uh, you ask for help. <laughs> something I was not good at. In fact, I, I had a conversation with my son last night and he said, I, I don't like asking for help, mom. I don't, I said, I know, I, I understand, but you've got to ask for help. And that's true, particularly now with having gone through a year of fear and anger and lockdown and it's not over yet, folks. It's really not, I'm sorry to say. So finding individuals or finding a, uh, conversations like this that support you in coming into yourself. And I mean, going within, going into that heart space, connecting to the truth of who you are. And, um, and so that's a really long brush stroke. That's there, perfect. Donald. Can I summarize what I heard? Yes. <laughs> I listen to you and I'm like, this is perfect. Because I'm hearing in your story, you're mentioning the waitressing, and I'm like, oh, she's like, you're nourishing people, like you're nourishing a part of yourself. And then I'm hearing you mentioning how you were coaching kids in acting. And it's like you, you were almost coaching your inner child in a way. And then you took a wrong turn. You, you started to nourish like a dark part of yourself embodied by your then husband. And then you took your power back, talk about being empowered <laughs> back again. So in all of that, um, um, I love seeing that the story, it feels to me your story is still evolving and changing. Oh, yeah. But in, in, there were a lot of moments where you were getting in contact with some sort of, without knowing, getting in contact with your inner guidance like not quite knowing perhaps how to nourish yourself but still attempting like life was attempting to nourish you so I want to hear your definition because the book is called live your empowered life and I love that it's an interactive book you call it a 30-day journey book and you mentioned that it's meant to be experienced perhaps in a community as well I want to talk about that too but I want to first hear so what does it mean in your now understanding to live your empowered life? For me, uh, yeah. for me, it's ongoing work. I think it's true for anybody that is really wanting to live themselves deeply and wholly and highly. Um, that's just ongoing work until we uh, cross over uh, into whatever the next yet to be is. And, um, and for me, empowerment is a journey uh, because I am often, like you just described so wonderfully, I am often faced with some of those dark places in myself that I have forgotten about or I thought I had moved through or, and I, and I always, I'm finding now in my, something something years uh, that 
when I, when I face that, when I find those spaces within myself to face them and then begin to attempt to align them, not push them away, you know, in my twenties, well, actually when I was a very young kid, hi, this is a memory that just popped up. I used to make a list of things I needed to do in order to improve myself. This was when I was in like fifth grade sixth grade. And I then proceeded to tell my two best friends that they needed to make a, a similar list and we could help each other. <laughs> oh my God. So for me, I set it up this way, I guess, that I'm always going to be on a journey. I'm also a, a Scorpio and Scorpios, one of their totems is the Phoenix. And my life in hindsight is, is not a, it's not like a, a beginning again, you know, a burning up in exquisite flame and then beginning again, it's more like, okay, burning up. I, I've committed myself this lifetime to be lit from within and therefore burned up from within in order to do the next step of my spiritual expansion and trans transmutation, if you will. So, uh, so that's kind of now what empowerment is for me is Okay, instead of running and hiding and screaming, I face, you know, I might do that for like, I don't know, five minutes. And whatever, whatever is showing up and begin to investigate because the investigation is where I find the, the pieces, uh, the, like what you just, uh, how you explain what you heard, you flipped what I said, you know, which is such a perfect way to then uh, move forward in life because you, if you can, look at what the circumstances were and see the higher good in them, you can always move forward. Yes, and I wanna bring this to the 30-day the journey because you said this book was born out of like what you were experiencing, what you were experimenting with to become empowered again, instead of giving your power over to someone else to feel it inside. So what's in the 30 day journey? What does it include? What are we doing there? <laughs> okay. So first of all, after the book came out, I found out that I had written a workbook because I had people come up to me and say, oh, I can't wait to read your book. And I'm like, oh dear you're not going to read it. You're going to do it. And they didn't understand until they opened the book and they're like, Oh crud. Then I, then saying it was, I wanted people to attempt to do it in 30 days by doing a day, developing a daily consistent spiritual practice. Um, and, and so in the book, and a lot of people can't, you can't really get it done in 30 days. I teach a book study and we do it in six weeks, you know, so that gives, that gives everybody plenty of time to process, plenty of time to run and hide or kick and scream or, you know, whatever it is they got to do to stay on task. Um, but so there's, uh, there's journaling prompts. Um, there's affirmations that I wrote personally that I worked going through my divorce um, to help me heal. So they're proven to me, they're proven uh, affirmations, you know, they worked for me. So I, and I give people the freedom to rewrite whatever they want, you know, that feels more uh, honest to their heart. Um, but but there, so there's affirmations, journaling prompts, and then the, the interaction with the website are guided meditations specific to each chapter. 
And then the book is built on the word empower. Um, so, you know, each letter E for esteem N for movement P for, you know, goes like that purpose. Um, so halfway through the book, hopefully with the journaling, people are getting the garbage out of their head, you know, and the prompts are specific to hopefully kind of prod or poke uh, memories, things that need to be cleared uh, so that the energy can clear. And then halfway through, we, um, we begin to build a, a purpose and whatever the new purpose might be for the rest of your life, or at least the, you know, however long you want to do it, five years, blah. But there's also um, videos on the website too, because I use a lot of mind mapping. Mind mapping is a big thing. I use it in my workshops I'm currently teaching uh, because I find for me, uh, when people are just writing, it tends to be a very linear thing. And I want people's um, unconscious and subconscious to come up when they're, when they're writing or journaling. And so mind mapping helps a lot. And then there's a video on how to do a EFT, um, emotional freedom technique, things like that. Uh, so uh, that's why it's interactive. And hopefully, you know, mostly because even if the person is doing it on their own, um, I had a, a person in France uh, do the work, do the book. And one of the things she said is being able to go watch a video or listen to a meditation while she was doing the daily practice made her feel connected to me. So she felt like she wasn't doing it alone, you know? So, yeah. So, and then there's affirmation cards. The affirmations that are in the book, we put into a, uh, little grab and go cards, you know, you can grab one that work that affirmation, put it in your pocket. If you're going to go somewhere, well, hopefully people are going where somewhere's now, but um, <laughs> yeah. So that, so that all goes together. The, the cards in the book just as a support system. I love that because you also know that I write journals, meaning I have created, I'm in the process of putting one out there in the world I wrote a journal about mantra practice which is exactly very similar to what you're describing daily spiritual practice and journaling to and affirmation meaning in that case they're just using the one single mantra but um so there's something about that consistency of coming back and coming back and coming back and having that container of you holding their hands or me holding their hands and saying okay this is the next bit and then this is the next bit so you're not giving everyone okay do this <laughs> but you're laying out a map and saying this is the five minutes you do today and then maybe 10 minutes tomorrow and then five minutes like whatever you can do exactly. is enough and then that builds up over time which brings me to I want to dive a little deeper into all those elements you just mentioned, the journaling, the meditation, the affirmations, which are all very dear and near to my heart as well. So the journaling piece you already mentioned, there's something about that that just gets things out. It's almost like, ugh, you're like, here, <laughs> let me take it out. And you don't even need to sort it at times. So was that right. something- Right, important. Yeah, was that something you were doing during your healing process? In the aftermath of yes your, yes uh, yes well well i started journaling when i was like 15 and that you know but that was 
I was taking an English class and he said, start a, start a journal. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to write about? So I, so that ended up being, oh, I like that boy. And my girlfriends went out for ice cream, you know, and then it evolved into, especially uh, I didn't realize it evolved into a, oh my God, I hate my life thing, you know? So it was constant. Uh, it, it was like, Oh, I was going to use a bad word. Sorry, Domla. It, it was like it was like throwing up in a journal all the time. And and when I would go back and reread it a year later or two years later, I was like, Oh my God, I'm still in the same garbage. I'm still swimming in the same cesspool. What what? Why am I not changing it? And so when I intentionally changed the way I journaled with intention to get the story I'm running out of my head, so I so so that. Uh, okay, so uh, all of us have a story. We all have a story. We've made up a story. We've co-created a story. It plays in our head all the time from the minute you wake up, probably while you're sleeping too. But, and, and then we react to our lives according to this story. And the story can come from how you were taught as a child, right? It's not even your belief system that's creating the story somebody else's, that kind of thing. So the intention is to get the story out of the head so it's not on that constant uh, replay loop. And then you can begin to investigate, well, what do I really believe? Well, who am I really? And, you know, What are my uh, fundamental pillars uh, that I stand on? You know, like for me, it's, it's integrity and strength and courage and wisdom and love, you know, so uncovering those kind of um, spiritual principles, if you will, from within yourself is part of why the journaling and getting the garbage out is important because you can't see when you're just swimming in the muck. And once that's done, then people, and, and, and I find people are absolutely, I had a, I had a, group of friends I first sent the book to, very close friends from college. And one of them said, I was so excited to see your book. And then the first thing you said is I have to write my story out. And she said, I closed the book. I'm not picking it up again. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's okay. You know? There was your sign for healing. That's right. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and, and she's beautiful and lovely and she's not gonna ever do the work because it was so confronting from the beginning. But when we have enough courage to face whatever the story is and begin to dismantle the belief system that's running our, our physical and mental and emotional being, then um, we can have an empowered life. We can have the best life. You know, when all these transformational leaders talk about infinite possibilities and, you know, use affirmations to create your life, well, you got to also really believe that you want to change and lots of people want to just like have somebody change them for you you know which is why often why people come to healers as well right yeah you make me better like you remind this before we got on yeah, the call that's not quite how it works but i want to come no, back not. to the journaling you're bringing up such a good point with with that resistance that your friend faced i feel like a lot of the times when people step into this kind of inner work where they need to be the ones doing the work for it to work, there is an expectation of perfection. It's like they oh, step back into 
their high school or middle school or whatever, like everything needs to be perfect. No, you just write whatever comes up. You just write whatever you notice. And then that in it, it itself becomes a soothing balm because you begin to realize, okay, all of these things are happening to me, in me, around me. And look at me, like I'm of course not peaceful. <laughs> There's all this stuff happening. But then here's this practice that I can come back to, to pause for two seconds where I can become aware of all the dust and noise and the struggle. And that's extremely soothing to the inner child. That's extremely soothing to our nervous systems. That's at least what I find to be one of the most valuable things in, in journaling and following journal prompts, which I love. <laughs> I love it when what I'm supposed to write is like laid out in front of me by someone else, which you do and I do too, which brings me to, I know from working with you that you also, do you hear intuitive guidance? That's my sense of you. See as well. Uh, it's more, it's more, uh, it's more like a hearing. It's more hearing. Sometimes yeah. I can see, but more, it's just more hearing. Yeah. Um, and basically what I've learned and this is kind of new or my acceptance of my ability to do that is fairly new because I've been able to do it since I was, of course, like two, three years old, but was told that it, you, you can say things. Why did you or don't, you know, the big one. And I don't know why this was, but you're so sensitive. Stop so sensitive. And I'm. I didn't understand, but I, it, because it was an, a parental authority telling me to stop doing those things, I stopped for a very long time. And the, 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 one of the gifts of the divorce was that my heart was so shattered that I could begin to hear again. You know, I could hear the inner wisdom and the inner guidance that I've always had. And I didn't realize I had been listening my entire life. I just simply wasn't... Um, allowing it so now I do and um and it's really helpful for me so that I'm more in the flow of my own life because I'm listening to my inner wisdom and my inner guidance than uh, I used to be and then it's very helpful when I'm working with clients because often they'll come to my office you know sit in the chair and they are wiggling and squirming uh and not wanting to face the thing and so I'll hear, you know, I, I will hear my guidance will show me or tell me, okay, now it's time to do a guided meditation because this person's going to need to do that so they can address what they're ignoring. Mm -hmm. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the reason I bring that up is, first of all, I'm very similar to you. I hear guidance and lately more and more I can see, I see like whole movies and stories. <laughs> That's a whole other, and dream time is also very colorful, yeah. very exciting. But uh, I, the reason I bring, bring that up is um, your affirmations. It feels to me like they're, mm -hmm. they're like things that come through you. Can you talk about that as well? Where, where did those affirmations come from? And then like, what do they do for, for the people? They just, they, they just come from spirit. Do you know what I mean? And they come from a higher authority than me. 
uh, I, when I listen, you know, and again, it's just, the, it's the ancient wisdom that resides within, well, within me, I believe it probably resides within everybody. And uh, it, when we can just clear enough garbage, we can hear it. And that's where they come from. I would, I, 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 I had a bazillion of them, Domla. In fact, we're creating um, a new system of cards for uh, to give as gifts for an upcoming retreat we're doing. So it just they just come out, and I don't even know how to answer that. Can you believe that? <laughs> yes. It's not like it's not like I'm sitting down. Okay, I'm going to write a bunch of affirmations. No. Oh my God, I'm beating my head against the wall. What do I need to do to change my mind? Well, you need to turn around. Okay, so my affirmation today is I turn in new directions easily and effortlessly. I accept my life the way it is. But that's what I, that's just how it comes. In fact, I'm really grateful. It's funny that you brought this up because I'm, uh, I've been creating uh, workshops since the shutdown um, and my team at first wanted to help me create them, you know, like, well, here we, you could talk about this in your workshop or you could talk, and these are people that have studied with me. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I so love you and appreciate you. Thank you. But I'm going to wait until the information drops in until the information that needs to be shared or, you know, I, and once that happens and I've, I've done this for 15, 20 years, um, I know to just be patient and spirit will, the divine spark that's me connected to the, the divine of all, um, whatever you want to call it, will drop in the information. This is what needs to be heard. So in fact, last year, um, I had just started a Facebook group because of my book. I wanted to get the book out there. So let's start a group and then nobody could go to lectures or talks or so I thought well I'll teach inside the group and 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 it's called of course live your empowered life uh the Facebook group and I so I was meditating uh trying to to understand why I'm doing a Facebook group because I don't I'm not I'm not on Facebook do you know what I mean I don't I'm not those people that go through the social media stuff um and I heard loud and clear it's time to activate the light and I thought what Okay. And I heard it's time to activate light leaders. And I was like, all right. And, and, and honest, part of me is like, oh, here we go again. So, uh, so that's what this, this last year has been about, about me really um, standing in my own wisdom and supporting others and activating their inner light that may have dimmed or they thought didn't exist because of past abuses and things. And to activate those, those people that are willing to do this work in order to lead in this new um, yet to be that we're all experiencing. So the, the whole, <sighs> what was is no longer kind of, kind of like life all the time, but what was is no longer. And we are still witnessing the crumbling of foundations and the crumbling of human race thought. And it looks like the crumbling of the patriarchy. 
that we've been living under for thousands and thousands of years. And it's necessary to happen in order for us to really, as, as human beings, as the human race, to really um, transform and live what our truth is. And our truth isn't about building walls and protecting ourselves and creating wars and maiming. And it's that's not what human beings were made to do. We are being called to be light, to be love. And we are being called to do that right now so that the whole human race can unify. So, and in unification, that means becoming one with yourself and recognizing the whole meaning of namaste, right? Witnessing the divinity in each other, respecting it, loving it, and then knowing that you're safe because each and every individual you come in contact is of that light or they recognize that you are of that light. And there isn't like, it's not denominational light people, right? They're, they're, nobody has a corner on the market on the light. Some people will claim that they do, but it's, it's all of us. So I don't know how I digressed into that. No, that's perfect. So that's, what, which, that's what I was called to do. Yes, which brings me to the third element. So we talked about journaling, we talked about affirmations. Now I wanna open up the meditation and I wanna um, tell everyone that you actually have um, a lot of free guided meditations out there, which we will talk about. But tell me what about the guided meditations you find to be um, effective in helping people heal or, or find that light and be empowered? Um. Again, these are, so I'm doing Monday morning meditations, nine o'clock Pacific Standard Time uh, as a Facebook Live on Facebook. And, uh, and, and when the pandemic, when the first lockdown happened, I heard very clearly, you need to do some guided meditations for a 14 day practice because people are freaking out. Okay. And again, it's not like I, I sit down and write out, okay, this day we're going to meditate on this and this day, I, it, I literally just open myself up an hour before I, I meditate, I journal, and I listen to what needs to be heard for whoever tunes in. So um, the reason why I get, I am led to do guided meditations during a session with a client, again, is because people are thirsty for really wanting to know themselves. And I find sometimes they need guidance into, they need, just like I said earlier, we all want somebody to hold our hand. That, that little child in us wants someone who feels safe, who feels a little more like aware, you know, to guide them to, you know, to hold their hand to go to kindergarten. Right, I know I did. And so oftentimes the guided meditations that show up with clients, it's because they need someone to help them go within. I, I have a, a, a longstanding client, she's a, so amazing. And when she first came to me and I would hear, okay, we're gonna do, you gotta do this meditation cause she's not getting it. I'm like, oh, okay. And we do the meditation and afterwards I'm like, so how do you wanna share anything? And she goes, well, I 
heard you talking, but I didn't hear or see anything. I didn't get it. Like, oh God, I'm terrible. Or what I, you, you know, but it was because she was so shut down. She was so stuck in her head and disconnected from her heart and her own wisdom that she couldn't see, you know, or hear anything within herself. She now, every time she comes to see me, she's like, well, I've been talking to spirit and spirit said, you know, and she's like, so I did that guided meditation and I heard this and I'm, I, I mean, she's like, she's my poster child. Nice, nice. Which brings me to, I am um, participating in one of your retreats as a speaker. Um, I'll do a little crystal healing thing. Can you tell everyone about that? I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, I got chills too. When you, I got chills. I'm so excited that you're going to be one of the teachers. Um, so this is called Live Your Empowered Life. It's not a 30-day retreat, but Live Your Empowered Life, it's going to be a healing retreat. And, it, and it's over a weekend in April, April 23rd to the 25th. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to have a couple of different teachers come like, like you, Donla, and teach their expertise. And the first uh, Saturday morning is we're going to do some inner healing. And then Saturday afternoon, we're going to do some, what I'm calling outer healing, which really is the uh, bridge from what we're doing from the inside of healing and bringing that out, out into how we interact in our personal space, our personal world, that kind of thing. And then uh, Sunday morning will be global healing, how we utilize, how we can utilize what we've, bits and pieces of what we've learned in order to heal, you know, the planet, humanity, help the refugees in Syria, you know, wherever you're led to, in essence, shine your light. So I'm excited about it. It's, it's actually, uh, our first one and and the people that are saying yes are very interesting people. There's only going to be about five or six teachers, including myself. Um, but the, I think people are going to get a lot of um, healing out of it. Plus, then there's new modalities that they may not be aware of. So I'm excited to bring all that to whoever says yes to the, the retreat. And, and actually, the registration for the retreat goes live, I think, in another... I think it goes live. Oh, I'm, now I'm going to blow it. And I'm, my team's going to. Well, how about we we'll write it down? Okay. <laughs> we'll tell people about it. Again, yeah, it's, been a moving, it's been a moving thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it's exciting to me. And I've, you know, I've done live retreats and then I've been a participant in online retreats and then space holder for online retreats as well but there's you know people underestimate online retreats there's still the same energy of doing your healing work within a community and they can be powerful if you put you know enough of yourself into it they can be really transformative so i'm excited about it too so right yeah well and and i and i want to yes what you just said and 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 if you come willing right open to I, I want to say open to receive but all, open to do the work then you cannot help but you know transmute of course you will um and i uh the people that take classes with me i am i expect people to do the work i'm i'm not gonna 
I, I learned a very long time ago after I was held hostage for like three and a half hours when I was a new practitioner by a woman who kept running her story and I didn't have, I didn't know how to get out. Right. I, I encourage you, I encourage people to do the retreat because they want to really change. They want to really wake up. They want to really be healed from the inside out. And if you, if somebody comes to just like take up space, uh, I'm not interested. That might yeah. sound a little harsh to people, but it, it, it's important because the container becomes so intimate immediately that uh, it's important that people come really ready to open up and support each other. Yeah, it's a chance, it's, just, it's an opportunity. And for me, when I hold a live event, whether it's online or, or a workshop, I find two things happen. First of all, people who have similar wounds show up. Yes. And then people who need to hear from each other show up. So it's somehow always like whoever needs to be there is there. So it's perfect. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's always, per it fascinates me. I just finished leading one of my five day workshops called, are you a light leader? And, um, and at, by the end of the five days, everybody saw that a lot of their wounding was almost exactly the same. And the, a lot of how they processed was very similar. And that was just so much fun for me to observe and then, and then guide. But, um, you know, this gets back to the thing of, we really are all one in the human race. And while I may think that my past wounding is the most dramatic thing that's ever happened to, oh, me, it doesn't mean that we're, I'm not connected to everybody else, like you said. Yeah. So, yes. Susan, tell us what do you want to say to the self healers and healers who are like in the thick of it? <laughs> who oh, are like goodness. going through it? All... <laughs> what do you want to say to them? We are all in the thick of it. Um, I want to say that it's very important to reach out and ask for help. Because um, in my experience and some of my, my friends who are healers as well, you know, we have to remind each other that it's very easy to burn out because the, the oh, <laughs> so I, I'm getting a huge energy download. The, the healing, okay, so this is what I'm supposed to say. The work that healers do is so deep and so high in terms of the connection. And so it's often easy to burn out because the call, especially right now, is to be, is to help heal anybody, right? To help heal everyone. And we often, I, I know me and a couple of my friends, we forget that we can't be everybody's Sherpa. You know, we can't help everyone. So it's important that we as healers, at least this is how I operate, I see my own healers to help them. They help me clarify my mental, emotional, physical body so I can continue to, to do the work because we're not, none of us are really, really, really doing this alone. Yeah. So absolutely. that's what I would say to other healers. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm the same 
same boat with you. I do see other healers regularly and uh, I take joy in it. I mean, it's, first of all, as a healer, it's a pleasure to be receiving. And every time I do that, I'm, I'm learning something new. I would be, you know, working with another healing and they tell me something in a certain way. I'm like, oh, okay. That's like, I would have said it in a different way, but this is, this is working for me right now. So it's a learning experience if you're a healer to work with another healer it's yes. also absolutely essential i was interviewing another healer um cody <laughs> cody edner he actually mentioned something else he said we're relational people so the healing work that you do yourself the self-healing is absolutely invaluable right and we do need to do that whether you're a healer or not like every single day However, that looks for you, maybe it's taking a walk, maybe it's journaling, meditating, affirmations or something else, or crystal healing in my case, like that's non-negotiable every single day. But then there are times I just, I want to be held and <laughs> I want to be seen in ways that I don't quite see myself. And in the work that like, when you came to me, there are times that I want to collaborate. Like, I feel like I was receiving information, you were receiving information, and then we're putting, we were putting it together, talking to your ancestors, and it worked perfectly. So yeah. we were able to dive into the very heart of the issue and, and release what needed to be released in that moment for you, um, which then led to some physical release, which I'm so happy about. But uh, I want to say it's been an absolute joy to talk to you, Susan. Thank you so much for being here. I'm going to tell everyone about, you have a website, susanbrell.com. You're on Instagram. You also have um, a whole, I mean, a lot of free <laughs> guided meditations out there in the Insight Timer app on YouTube. So I'm going to include links to all of that so people can experience your work. And I believe they can reach you if they need to work with you or yes. they're more than welcome to take this retreat with us that they're more than welcome to dive deep into the waters of healing <laughs> yes and and it'll be fun everybody it will be a lot of fun because the people like damla and myself are we like to have joy when we're doing our work too yeah yeah absolutely thank you so much susan thank, thank you, you. Damla. i appreciate it Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.